0: show you the world mm-hmm. Beauty- own the rights to any of that music you
1: beat me to it <laughs> but this song was so necessary for today yes. and if you are a millennial like Ali and I you know classic toxic by Britney Spears the Lindsay special
0: has finally arrived It's here, and I'm letting her take full reign on the whole episode today. I have not made any, okay, not that that's any different than any other week, I've made no notes, but I actually have no opinions on this one. I just agree with you on everything, except I think one.
1: I was going to say, we actually, we've brought two of these characters up before, but we'll get into that in just a second.
0: How's 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 everything going, Allie? Everything is great, guys. Everything is so great. I've had a really really great time in space lately. I've got to meet some very cool people.
1: I know, Allie's a little like what's a celebrity guru over here. Yeah.
0: Um and all my coworkers are like, "How do you do it? Like, how do you like talk to the t-? I don't know." because Allie's the out. friendliest person you'll ever meet <laughs> in your life. I just I don't know. I I could talk to a wall at this point I know. Uh, with it's... my job. <laughs> It just comes out. (laughs) I do want to give a quick shout out to
1: one of the greatest listeners I think I could ever ask for. Jennifer, once again, sent us the most thoughtful Christmas present in the entire world. So awesome. I'm so sorry you had to deal with delays in the mail, but it got here and we
0: are so excited. So what I love is she sends us the small shops that everything is from so you can know where to get all of these cool things and we'll post it on our instagram too but she also made sure oh my gosh the chocolate is a chocolate covered oreo and it's gluten free (gasps) she knows you that is the coolest thing ever so we'll post everything, but she, we love supporting small businesses. You know we love supporting small businesses, and everything's so cool. Yeah, so definitely check our Instagram.
1: Go support those sh- sh- small, shops. Small, small shops. Small shops. Jennifer, thank you a million. Like, it was the most thoughtful gift. I think even better than last year. Mm-hmm. I thought last year was the great, but this year, ah, thank you. We also had a handful of messages that literally, guys, I kid you not, the – Hours, hours after Allie and I recorded last week's episode, Disney made all the announcements all of with the, the announcements. official dates. Like, Low-key, I think, Disney execs are listening to this podcast. Yeah. And then, yeah, so a couple of us messaged us. We were talking about how we still haven't heard about In Chain with Belle and Ariel's Grotto, and lo and behold, in less than a month, they are both returning.
0: Finally. 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 They so, have the same thoughts as us, though. I know. About time, man. Just hire
1: us. So we have, we have an opening date for Happily Ever After, April 3rd. Allie and I are obviously going. So if you are going, definitely I'll be there, shoot us baby. a DM. You can cry with us. Tron is April 4th. And, guys, when this announcement goes up, Splash
0: will officially be closed. Dun, dun, dun. And I will be in a pit of misery. I had a a little girl at my table. And I was talking about, like, what ride she was going to do at Magic Kingdom. And she was like, Splash Mountain, da-da-da. And then a couple seconds go by, and she goes, goodbye, Splash Mountain. (gasps) And I was like, oh, no.
1: Guys, at the end of the day, Splash will forever be my favorite ride. It just, it just has gotten me through some hard times. It was one of like the first quote-unquote big kid rides I ever did, so it just has a lot of sentimental value to me. Yes. But I'm excited to see what's coming, but I'm sad to see it go. So Monday, I will be in shambles. I am riding it one last time on Sunday, and I'm just already about to cry. <laughs> already about to cry. It's going to be a hard day. And Allie knows me well enough to know I I don't cry about much. Nope. But that'll be something I do cry I about. I don't
0: even think I got a tear out of her in my wedding dress. Maybe on you, my wedding day.
1: I, got, I shed, a tear. She shed I a tear.
0: I teared. I teared.
1: I teared, which is a big deal for me. That is. That is. My okay. wedding
0: day. Better cry. <laughs> I'm gonna be worried about making sure someone else is crying. Yeah. All right. does. Tom's not going to cry, okay? We've already established that. Whatever. Well, if he doesn't cry,
1: I shouldn't have to cry. Also, it depends on how much I spend on my makeup. If that makeup's expensive, I am not crying. Anyway, let's... Let's get into do it. Do this! Okay, so if you've been listening for a while, you know Allie loves to refer to me as toxic, which is true. I am not going to deny. Mm-hmm. It, it. You know what? It's to each his own... I'm not toxic to my friends.
0: That's She's long. not. Love her.
1: <laughs> so we are making a list of the top five most toxic Disney characters. Now, I need to put a emphasis on something real quick. Toxic and evil, not the same thing. So I was talking with my sister about it, and she was like, oh, well, Hans and... Hades and this, and I'm like, yeah, but they're they're villains. They're 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 evil. They're,
0: their character is supposed to be portrayed as evil. Yes, toxic
1: is. Listen, oh, actually, let me look up the exact definition. It's of literally
0: toxic. like they are gaslighting you into thinking they're these great human beings, and they're not.
1: Yes, manipulation, mm-hmm. gaslighting, belittling from characters that are supposed to be heroes. Yeah, the definition of toxic is very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. All right. Okay. And if you know me well enough, you already know who's number one. <laughs> we'll get there. We
0: have made a whole episode on him. Okay, so number five, I threw
1: Allie a curveball here.
0: And, and I'm, I'm ready to hear your reasoning because I'm like, what?
1: I stumbled on this by accident, and I actually thought it was a really good point I wasn't going to put him in my top five, but I was like, why not? Let's make it interesting. Okay. King Triton from The Little Mermaid. Ariel's father. And... Why? Because the man's trying to save his daughter? No, I actually, I respect that. Okay. Ariel was kind of a brat, and you don't like when I say that either, so I don't know what you want from me. I mean, if
0: you're really looking at it, she was a bit of a brat.
1: My big thing is with Triton, and this is something we have in common, which I have gone to plenty of therapy for... It's such a quick fuse with him. He's calm and then it's explosive. It's a quick fuse. He goes from nice to angry really quickly. Which, in isolation, it's okay. It's not healthy. But this was the big thing for me. He destroyed all of her stuff.
0: Okay, that is a fair point.
1: That's the big one. That is honestly the main point I have is... Listen, I get it. I was on his side with the whole thing. It's like, girl, you're 16 years old. You're a child. You're not going up to the surface to mm-hmm. f- humans. I get it. Mm-hmm. But he destroyed all of her stuff. That's fair. And left her crying <laughs> alone in a cave. Okay. So, I'm listening. I mean, that's pretty toxic and unhealthy and very abusive yeah. parenting, in my opinion. But,
0: Daddy, I Love him, yeah, don't we
1: all? <laughs> oh, the the boys.
0: Oh, and I think back to what I did in high school. That's what I'm saying. The boys um, mom, I loved. Mom, I know you're listening to this. I am so sorry for what I put you through.
1: <laughs> mom, I concur.
0: I also apologize for the boys like, I loved and, when I was sixteen. And you know, like growing up, my mom always used to joke, and she'd be like, "When you grow up, I hope you have a daughter just like you, but worse." Why would you ever wish that on someone? <laughs> Thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. God.
1: So that was my big point with Triton where, like, I get it. I use your daughter. You want to protect her. But, like, you didn't have to destroy everything she owns and loves. But, you know. So What do I know about parenting? I feel like
0: that's just, like, what he's used to is, like, he does something that doesn't go his way because he's, like, king.
1: Yeah, and that was the other big point. This wasn't... Something I created on my own. This was something I saw someone posted. It was like a random, like, article. And that's the point they made. That they're very concerned. He's very concerned with his way. It's his way or no way. Very concerned with appearances. Very concerned with social status. Things like that. Which, again, I get it. You're a king. But at the same time, like, your child's happiness. A man with
0: all daughters. A lot of them, to be exact. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's been through it. Whatever.
1: Uh, Listen, I get it. But still toxic. That was my little wild card one.
0: Yeah, I was very, very interested to see it. Like, Not a lot of points, but I did want to throw it in but there. But I, I, mean, I think that's fair. I agree that the way that he reacted about her wanting to go, like, see some random boy <gasps> on the land. Great. Hello, we are mermaids. I mean, you, nobody knows the mermaids exist. You want to just go up to the, swim up to the top? Hello, you think they're going to react normal? No.
1: No. Granted, Triton was also like, no, let the mofo drown rather than save him and return him to the surface. Yep. yep. All right, so I don't have anything else to say about him. Moving into my number four, this is a big one. And I've I've talked to so many people about this. Lily from Princess Diaries. And
0: I have not seen that movie in Years.
1: I actually re-watched it a little while ago, and I forgot how much I loved it. It's such a classic, mm-hmm. especially once I heard the third one's coming out. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen Princess Diaries in a while, Lily is Mia Thermop- Thermopolis's, that's a mouthful, it's her best friend. Most toxic, horrible, best friend in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Literally, girl gives bad vibes from the get-go, but... Right when Mia gets her makeo- makeover or whatever, Lily just attacks her. Do you remember that scene or no? No. So, you know how Mia gets her whole makeover yeah. and she's all pretty now? The I first take time this
0: and this, this and I give
1: you a princess. princess. <laughs> Lily doesn't say how beautiful she is. Oh my god, that's awesome. She's literally like, "Oh," she says verbatim, Oh, my God, you look ridiculous. You should sue. Uh, Yes. Like. Uh, For those of you at home, my jaw has dropped. Yes. So, immediately just starts attacking her, which if you want to get real technical, Mia didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like, that decision wasn't hers. She was told you're getting a makeover. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, you already know she's going through it. She's not happy, really, about what she's going through. She's very conflicted. Her whole life's changing. And that's the first thing you say to her. Right. And she just would not drop it in the car. Just going on and on about like um, like how she's changing, blah, 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 blah. I should have wrote down everything she says, but you get the idea. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what else it was? Her grandma bought her, like, a designer bag. hmm And then Lily starts attacking her, like, oh, my God, you have one of these bags? Like, the cheerleaders have Call these bags.
0: Jealousy, people. Yeah,
1: jealousy mm-hmm. and insecurity. It's an mm-hmm. ugly disease. mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, she's just going on and on and on about how, like, fake Mia is and how she's changing and blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. And blah. she's just jealous. She wasn't – she didn't find out she was royalty. That's
1: all. Yeah. But it was right that – in that moment – that Mia told her what was going on. Oh, I'm royalty. Mm-hmm. And guess who all of a sudden? Oh. You know?
0: That makes sense.
1: Now all of a sudden you're yeah. fine. So that bothers me. When it's good for them. Mm-hmm. And the other big scene was when Lily asked Mia to be on the talk show. And Mia didn't go. She got all mad. Which I get it. But, again, the way she handled it is just she attacks her.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I get it. Like, when you're best friends with somebody, you fight. Allie and I have argued. But I don't.
0: Not often. We
1: don't. I think Allie and I have only gotten into, what, three arguments? Maybe. Maybe. Two. Maybe two. Two, maybe three in, and like, it's like, five like years.
0: And it's, like, two seconds later. <laughs> okay, sorry. Literally. Me, like, being like, you're Right. I don't know why I said anything.
1: (laughs) No, you're so right, though. It's It's like two messages back and forth, and then one of us is like, okay, okay, sorry, my bad. (laughs) But no, but like never in my life, to friends specifically, um, would I like talk down to somebody. And that's all she does to me the entire movie is talk down to her. And I've taken some psychology courses. By no means am I a psychologist, but it's one of those things when you really look into it I feel like it's all because Lily is insecure and terrified that she's going to lose Mia as a friend. Mm-hmm. She's so used to having Mia, like, under her thumb, and now that Mia is no longer under her thumb, she, like, doesn't know how to deal. Yeah. She wants control over that friendship.
0: Some people just want control over everything. But, like, I feel like
1: everyone's had that friend, that toxic friend that literally just needs to be mm-hmm. in control of everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: coming from someone who has a control problem, there's a big difference. But yeah, I think once Lily realized she didn't have control over Mia anymore, she completely lost her fuse, which is so unhealthy. Yeah. But rewatch that movie, it's very good. It's fine. I it will. Goes. <laughs> it I will. My number three, this is another one. I used to I used to be way more passionate about it back in the day. And this is one of the characters I just can't stand in general. Elizabeth Swan from the Pirates of the Caribbean series.
0: See, I haven't seen those movies in forever. They were my
1: favorite movies growing up. And they're still like the first. uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and Dead Man's Chest are still some of my favorite movies of all time. They're definitely up there for me. Mm -hmm. But she is so annoying. Okay, the first one, she didn't bother me so much. And then in Dead Man's Chest. And listen, I have a side comment here. If I was on a ship with Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp, I get it, I would be very conflicted as well. (laughs) But girl, pick one. What bothers me about her is, number one, she loves to play victim. I hate people that play victim. If you're going to pull some sketchy S-H-I-T, then own the fact that you're pulling sketchy Mm -hmm. S-H-I-T. So obviously, she falls in love with Will in the first one, and then the second one, She, for some reason, out of nowhere, starts getting feelings for Jack Sparrow. And I get it. We all love a good bad boy. But what bothers me about it is, number one, she being sketchy AF the entire time. Mm -hmm. And the ending.
0: Okay. What happens at the ending?
1: She kisses him. She kisses Jack in Mm -hmm. front of Will. In front of him. (laughs) God. And then... He obviously says something to her and then she gaslights him like, oh, what? Yeah, so I kissed him. What? You've been ignoring me this whole movie. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's your fault I kissed him. Poor Will. Poor Will. Elizabeth is always her number one priority. Or sorry, Elizabeth is always his number one priority and she literally pays him no mind. The second he's concerned with I don't know, saving his father on the Flying Dutchman who's been trapped there for Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't deal. Can't deal. He's an asshole. He's this. He's that. I'm done. Maybe I'm over-dramatizing it.
0: Would you feel the same way if it was not Johnny Depp? What do you mean? Like, if it was, like, a different character, like, one that you don't like a lot, like, not one of your favorite characters, would you still think the same way, are you just mad he's doing your boy dirty? Well, no, she's screwing over Orlando Bloom. Well, both of them, technically. She's playing both of them. It's still screwed up regardless. It's still toxic.
1: Okay. Am I a little bit more invested because it's Johnny Depp and I love that man? Yeah, obviously. But yeah. it's still toxic whether it's a guy that I like or yeah. not.
0: But good point. Thanks. I was just curious. No, it's a fair point. i curious. Um, so that's
1: the second movie. And then in the third movie. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I can't watch the third movie because of her. I, I thought about rewatching it just so I can make notes on this episode. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I think I watched it for maybe 15 minutes. I too just, annoyed. The second she spoke, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. I can't stand her. Um, again, same thing throughout the entire movie. It's all about her, her MO. She, see, honestly, now that we're recording, I regret not watching it full through because I'm forgetting specific names of things. Yeah. But she goes into, like, the meeting with all of the pirate kings or yeah. whatever, And she's making all this spiel about how she's the pirate lord and she should be the pirate lord. Girl, what do you know about being a pirate? Right. You've been running like, you got trapped on a boat and you've been running around with other pirates. Okay, cool. I get it. You know some things, but you're not a pirate. You're a little pawn. You don't know anything. But she just acts like she knows everything and gaslights the people who go against her. But do you
0: think that she has to behave that way because she's around a bunch of men? There are women there. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, See, I, I told you I haven't seen the movie. Will I say piracy so I genuinely don't remember. No,
1: fair points. This is I like it. Keep giving them to me. Now, <laughs> um, piracy is probably, you know, 75% men and I get it. It's a male-driven um lifestyle. But there are there are women pirates in the movie, which I appreciated. But again, it's to me Elizabeth Swine is that toxic um, feminism, if that makes sense. Okay. Same reason that I really didn't like Ray that much in Star Wars, which Ray's is not toxic, but the way she was written, I just wasn't 100% fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elizabeth Swan, in my opinion, if you disagree, totally fine, toxic feminism, mm-hmm. where it's like you can be a strong woman without being ridiculous and Got gaslighting it. other people and other things, you know? And also you're with Will and you're kissing other men and then making Will feel like it's his fault. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we get into the big two, dun, which dun, dun, you dun. and I both agree on, is there any toxic characters you want to throw into the so, mix? So,
0: Lindsay and I were talking about this the other day. We went to the opening day of Fe- Flower and... Blah, 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 Festival of the Arts. That's the one. Which is only for a month this year. I don't it's like so it. stupid. Like, it's only... They were like... Announcing it at pre shift because we have to know like the dates of everything, and they were like thirteenth to like the twenty eighth something. of Yeah, February. flower and, and garden like, starts. That has to be wrong. That has to be that there's not. It's yeah. longer than a month. Nope, it's only a month this year. Flower and garden starts March first. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm excited. I know. I, I love flower and garden. garden. I love that <laughs> thing I too. Okay. So I know. So I really, genuinely, genuinely think that Donald Duck is a toxic character. Talking about King Triton getting angry. I mean, Donald Duck gets angry, man! And he has been dating Daisy for how long? Won't put a ring on it. You can say the same thing about Mickey and Minnie, Uh, though. Let's throw Mickey in there! Come on, Mickey! The big boss himself! Come on! So technically they could be seen as toxic, but seriously, Donald has a bit of an anger.
1: But, has Donald ever destroyed all of Daisy's things? No. I will give Daisy credit, though. Daisy is perfect for Donald, because you know what? I'm sure Donald would destroy her stuff, but She's he doesn't. She's like, I wish you would. Exactly. <laughs> Daisy puts him in his place. Yep. So I, that's why they're such a perfect match. I know. They really are. No, but that's a good one. They really are.
0: I think that, yep, and and I've talked to Donald about it. I said, come on, Donald. Why aren't you putting a ring on it? And he says that uh, women are just ball and chains. And we'll drag you down. Well that's not a toxic. And I statement. think that's toxic.
1: Absolutely.
0: What a what a ooh Mickey and Don the big Mickey ones. Mickey and Donald. Okay. Ninety years <laughs> together and you can't put a ring on. Well, you know, some people just like to date. Mickey and
1: Minnie are going on a hundred
0: years together. Yeah, and you know they just like to date, so sometimes people don't want to put a. But if anything, label if, if
1: anything happens to Mickey, Minnie's not getting that alimony or the money or the insurance or whatever the heck. Come on, and they're loaded. I mean, Minnie's loaded by herself, but still, yeah, the yeah. whole empire should go to Minnie if something happens to Mickey. All right, this mm-hmm. is this is why marriage is so important. All right, <laughs> if anyone's a lawyer. <laughs> Tell me if I'm right or wrong if this is how this works. Okay. These next two, Allie and I have done solo episodes about. But the second one, this was one of our first episodes. This was like, I think in like our first 10. So you've been here from the beginning. And Allie, I'm ready for you to chime in because this is something Allie and I are both very passionate about. Very
0: passionate about.
1: Number two. And I was watching this last night. Gabriella Montez
0: from the High School Musical series. Ugh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, ugh. So many reasons. There's, the list is so, 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 so long. The first movie, I feel like she starts off great. She was fine. She was fine. They, you know, meet at a ski lodge... Doesn't want to sing whatever is an amazing singer. Why do you behave that way when you're great at singing? Anyways, that doesn't matter. My
1: only comment for the first movie is Homegirl has poor communication. Which, okay, is not necessarily toxic. But to me it was blatantly obvious that they manipulated Troy into saying those things. But I get it. You're in high school. You're not thinking logically. But... (laughs) She automatically was like, no, done, done. Didn't give him a chance to explain himself. And I just, you know, poor communication. This is where the toxicity... She wasn't toxic, but this is where it began. It started. It started. This is where it blossomed. I feel like
0: it very much was very prominent in the second movie. Yep. Second movie... When Troy was going and achieving big things and doing stuff for himself, talking to college recruits to play basketball, she's sitting back there, why didn't you meet me for lunch? Try? Why didn't you come
1: to the baseball game? Troy. If my boyfriend was meeting with reps from like D1 D one basketball schools and possible NBA scouts, I'd be thrilled. Right. I'd be like, go, babe. I yes, do your thing. I wouldn't care who you were Make that money. And the fact that she got mad when he got a promotion. Oh, well, what, she made a comment about his, like, his Italian shoes or whatever. But again, you, she did not support him at all in any decision. And it bothered me because she's like, oh, you've been acting so different, Troy. No. Not really. Yes, was he a little flaky with plans? But it's not like he was flaking you for another girl or like right. a different group of friends. He was flaking you for opportunities. And honestly, this whole movie, the entire basketball team was also toxic. Yeah, because they all
0: behaved the same way towards him. Troy was you the only one excited, not toxic in that and movie. And you should be excited for your teammate. His dad were like, "We're team." Okay, then as the team, you should be excited that one of your players yeah. is a potential recruit for a D one school. It was a problem
1: when Troy was getting the opportunities,
0: and they weren't. Now, I don't want to hear
1: anybody saying, "Oh, well, he only got those op- opportunities because of Sharpay." Okay. And? There's still
0: opportunities. And they wouldn't be giving him the opportunity unless there was something that they were looking at, you know? Exactly. If he was a bad basketball player, they'd be like, nah, it's okay.
1: Number one, Troy never batted an eye at Sharpay. hmm Romantically. At all.
0: Always. 100%. That,
1: committed to Gabrielle. Yep. That's a good boyfriend. And number two, I forget what else I was going to say about it. Dang it. I forget my other point.
0: But... That's still a good point. It was a lie. Hmm? If you forget it, that means it was a lie. Oh, shut up. (laughs) No, it was a good point. I just got so into what
1: I was saying. But no, he never batted an eye at Sharpay. Mm -hmm. Always stayed 100% committed. Mm -hmm. And Troy still, the whole time, was putting in that effort with Gabriella. He planned like a
0: lawn picnic picnic and everything else. To meet up. He tried so hard to work both. And he ended up giving up all the opportunities to keep Gabriella. Which is like, come on, dude.
1: I, listen, I hate her. Anyway, and then for me, any other comments about the second movie? No. It completely, in the third movie. I don't remember the third movie. The third movie of High School Musical is not as good as the other two. Mm -hmm. That's not a secret. We've ranked them before. Mm -hmm. But the big thing in the third movie is, again, She's whining and complaining the whole time about God knows what. Mm -hmm. And then what did she get? That opportunity at whatever school she was going to? Yes. She got into that early admissions program at that school. Mm -hmm. And it was such a great opportunity for her. So she was going to leave early. And Troy was like, oh, like upset about it. Oh, but that wasn't okay. Mm-mm. Troy was holding her back from opportunities, which was not okay. But when Gabriella Hypocrite was doing much? it in the second movie, oh, it was totally fine. Hypocrite. And she blows off prom, blows off the play, leaves without saying goodbye, leaves without saying goodbye.
0: Uh-uh-uh. Like. For someone that you've been dating the entire time you've been in high school.
1: Literally. But again, Troy drives his truck how far to go get her? Mm-mm. Troy completely changes his whole college career plan for her. Mm-mm-mm. What has she ever done to inconvenience herself for Troy? Nothing. She, you know what, and I'll give the girl credit. She's good. She's good at what she does, mm-hmm. man. But no, overall, she, ugh, toxic. She's so toxic, and this is an argument I will die by. Now I'm heated.
0: <laughs> okay, but Lindsay, you haven't <laughs> even gotten to your number one. I haven't even gotten there yet. Number one, number one, number one. I think if you have listened to us from the beginning, you know who this is about to be about. If you've listened to this, I want you to pause the episode now,
1: message us who you think the number one toxic Disney character is, and then come back and finish the episode. Yes. But for now, we have a whole episode dedicated to it. Peter Pan. Peter
0: Pan is an F-boy. The
1: ultimate F-boy. I won't spend too much time on it because, like I said, we have a whole episode dedicated Mm -hmm. just to this topic. But just to give you a quick rundown... um, Let's see, he takes Wendy to Neverland solely to cook and clean for everybody, knowing that she has feelings for him. The mermaids try to drown her, and what does he do? He sits there and laughs. Um, he, t- <laughs> he kisses Tiger Lily in front of Wendy and then gets mad at Wendy and mocks her for when Wendy gets upset.
0: But he's also, like, flirting with Tinkerbell. Yeah, like, th- a fairy
1: What are you doing, man? That's weird. weird. That's like a weird, like, Dom sim situation or Dom submissive. It's weird. Very weird. Um, So he manipulates Tinkerbell into doing his bidding for him, and you cannot convince me otherwise. He just, and he does not respect women. It is like Mm -hmm. a blatant fact. He looks down upon women. So we do not support men who don't support women. All right. But if you want to hear more about that, go listen to our episode, Peter Pan is an F-boy. It's a, it's a good one. We go
0: into detail.
1: It, we go into detail. It does have an explicit warning. We do put a trigger mm-hmm. warning because we do get into, like, abuse and all that yeah. stuff. But we actually had a lot of good conversations regarding that episode. So Peter Pan, ultimate toxic Disney character, but somehow he's a classic Disney hero. I don't get it. I never Whatever. will.
0: And he's in every parade. Everybody loves him. Mm. I don't know. It's this weird, weird. It's weird. I don't like it. But
1: anyway, that is our list. I had so much fun making this list. I have a feeling some people are going to have some opinions. So if you have them, message us. Yeah, I'm ready to have these conversations because I'm actually very interested to hear other sides. But,
0: sorry, phone buzzing. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I don't either. I mean, obviously, this is all with like, fun. And oh, it's all for fun, guys. It's all for We're fun. We're all lighthearted. We love every Disney character out there. Yeah. And... <laughs> but, but, uh, it's all just for fun. It's just a different look at things other than the fairy tale love and kisses and everything is You gotta, it, gotta, you gotta
1: mix things up sometimes. Exactly,
0: exactly. Alright, guys.
1: Like I said, I, listen, this is why I'm a terrible salesperson. I meant to re- mention it at the beginning episode, but... I am now a Disney travel agent with Academy Travel. I made my first official sale, Yay! and I'm so excited. So again, if you guys could spread the word, if you know anybody planning a Disney vacation.
0: Or if um, you're planning a Disney vacation. Yeah, if
1: you're planning a Disney. Whoever's planning a Disney vacation, send them my way. Um, I did make a new page called Vacations with Lindsay. You can message me on there or email me all my infos in that bio. So
0: Yay! plug for
1: myself. Yes. Anyway, I'll shut up now. It's not goodbye. See you
0: real soon.